Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek! What's happening with you? You know, I had to um, listen back, and I started doing the I am Reek at um, 4.1, I believe. So about a month in, when I started to get my foot into the ground... That's when I started making my proclamation of who the fuck you're listening to. The Reekmeister. You understand me? Before we go forward with this fucking episode, I wanted to just say a few things. First and foremost, my party is happening March 14th. It is in Brooklyn. You can get the link below. But if you are someone that's listening to me on some erroneous streaming app, it's Jack in the Box. Box being B-O-C-K-S. Jack in the Box. Dot splash that dot com uh jack in the box is my jack daniels party i'm pretty sure you're gonna have a good time we solidified the venue we solidified the date we got a flyer we have big breast bartenders it is happening in a major way secondarily are you hydrated do you have your water with you if you are listening to me without your water you're a failure because i don't understand how all i'm trying to do is keep you alive keep you from being constipated keep you from having hypertension hypotension you know what i'm saying trying to keep your body aligned trying to make sure that you don't have fevers and shit and look how you repay me by not having water when you're listening that is of the utmost disrespect and i will not have it and when i see you i might slap you and uh third of all but this is not in third place i need you to review the goddamn episode Review the podcast in its entirety, actually. You go to the Apple Podcast app. If you don't know what I'm talking about or where I'm talking about, literally, if you're on an iPhone, scroll to the left, scroll to the left till you can't scroll anymore. Pull down the search bar where you look for apps and shit like that that's already downloaded into your phone, and you're going to see that you have a podcast app. You go into there, you fucking type in the Good Brother Experience, you scroll down, you put a fifth star, if you would like to give me five stars and leave a review if you have the time. Now, today's the educational episode and I wanted to just give a brief explanation as to what happened yesterday. I was in the DMV because your boy's turning 30 on February 17th and my fucking license is about to expire and I can't have it. I can't have it. Now, a lot of you guys are wondering, hey, nigger, why didn't you just do it online? And I will tell you this. I updated my license to a real license. You can get a real license and you can get an enhanced license. Uh, If you just get your standard license, then starting, I believe, on October 20th of this year, you will no longer be able to go on domestic flights uh, with just your regular ID. I don't know why the fuck this is, but whenever white people make the rules, that's just what it is. So you're going to be put in a position to where you might need your passport to take a flight to L.A. That is gross, my nigga. So it was explained to me two things. One, uh, if you get your real ID, you'll be able to board domestic flights after October 20th of 2020. And if you get your enhanced license uh, by boat, by uh, by boat, by bus, or if you drive, you can go into Canada and you can go into uh, Mexico with uh, pretty much no problems. But in my head, I'm like, I wouldn't even feel comfortable 
going or even driving to Canada or to Mexico without my passport anyway. So why am I spending this extra $30 after tax? Fuck out of here. So I just spent $80, got my real license. And when I got there to the DMV yesterday morning, I got there like 8 in the morning. Because a life hack to the DMV is you get there as soon as it opens so you can be in and out. I was seen in record time. And um, I forgot a few things. I forgot my birth certificate. I forgot my fucking proof of address. And... I forgot some other shit, but I came through with my ID. I came through with my, oh, my social security card because I was a fucking dummy. So uh, they told me what I needed. I went back. I came back to to the fucking DMV and waited an hour for no apparent reason. And they give you this bum ass green piece of paper to show that you're a return customer. And they put you in the back of the line. So even while I was there, I had to go to some friendly white nigga. I'm like, yo, bro, I know you work security here. If you look at my time ticket, I've been here since 930. It's 1030. Um, why am I waiting an hour if I'm going to return customer? He went in the back, did his white man wizardry, came in the front. I was like, yo, they're about to call you next. I came through. And if you're doing what I had to do, uh, that's why I didn't do this online because I wanted to provide the documents. This is what you need if you want to get your real or enhanced license. You need a proof of address. So bring your bank statement. That's the easiest thing to do. You're going to need your social security card. You're going to need your passport. You're going to need your birth certificate. And you're going to need your old ID. You're going to need all five of those things when you go get your goddamn license. Don't be like me and learn this the hard way. Yeah, so that's what took so long. And then after I had to do that, I had to do a thousand things yesterday. And I usually record these things in the morning. So I just want to apologize for the lack of episode yesterday. But I'm going to give y'all niggas two episodes today. So it's Liddy again. And what I wanted to educate you guys about today uh, is inspired by Afropunk. And it's inspired by uh, a place in Brooklyn that I frequent called Basquiat's Bottle. And in this establishment, in that Afropunk, you see like these earthy, eclectic uh, chokers made out of handmade rubies. Uh, You have... The skirts, that's the same material as bed sheets. You got the doobie wraps. You have the uh, those white shells that you put at the end of your locks. Uh, black lipstick. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. Wearing different variants of green and orange and, and purple. All in the same garment. I don't even know how that shit even matches. And that led to me and my friends just making jokes about these type of women. You know, the... Uh, the uh what the fuck is that afro soul eccentric the shit that used to be on the eccentric channel what is what is that shit that that genre of music that india Ari and angie stone and all that type of shit neo soul know what i mean the neo soul women so we were just talking about women and how uh they make it seem like they're so enlightened to the world and all that kind of shit and when you go into these women's apartments they have that uh the closet or they have the doors it's not really a door it's just the beads that hang down from um from the door frame all the way to the floor and i was like you know what a lot of people don't know what chakras are uh because you know those are the type of people that are really into chakras and into cosmic energy and auras and shit like that so if you're ever in a position to where you're meeting a man that also wears high waters he wears those 
Tarzan pants. You know what I mean? Those those pants that look like they're just made of like a singular piece of cloth, but they just cut like pant legs in them. And there's like the they're just like super baggy and there's like string at the waist and the niggas be having like the dual nose ring and they be having like the big ass um cup coasters in their earlobe. You know what I'm talking about. Just like the the Afro niggas. You know what I'm saying? The niggas that don't wear tank tops and shit like that underneath their shirts. They just wear those uh those elongated V necks or they wear uh short sleeve button ups and they don't tie up the the top three buttons. They just show their chest. And none of them niggas are muscular. They're just niggas that walk around and shower every three days and don't really wear socks like that. You know what I'm talking about. These are the people that talk to you about chakras, right? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to inform you guys what chakras are, what chakra is which, and then I'm going to conclude this episode with uh, informing you about the history of sage and the importance of sage because saging has become very prominent in the community. It's been happening for thousands of years at this point but you guys probably didn't know that you just saw someone that did it and then you saw a few women that did it and then you saw nipsey hustle do it when he was alive and you just wanted to follow the fray which is cool but the good brother is here to educate you so in my research i came across the fact that there are nine chakras right now before i even continue uh i just wanted to tell you guys what a chakra is even if you're in a position to where you're like chakras what the fuck are you talking about trust me this shit is a very big thing but if you're not spiritually inclined um the best thing for me to tell you guys is look at lupe fiasco's um tetso and i think it's tetso and youth it's like that three and then the pi sign if you know what i'm talking about that's pretty much what the fuck i'm talking about anyway uh a chakra or chakras i should say are points in the body into which the universal life force flows without that constant inflow the bodies will become dormant and disintegrate and would die the chakras are both entrances and exits for the cosmic life power as well as reservoirs of that power and points of intelligent direction and power so there's nine points in the body, right? And they say that there's initially seven chakras. But with uh, the Nath Yogi tradition, there are nine chakras, right? Now, I just want to make sure I'm not losing you guys because I might be speaking a little fast. Chakras are essentially the points in the body to where everything is just flowing things go out things go in it's cyclical and when it stops being cyclical you become dormant you disintegrate and you die everything is just about uh repetitive and uh back and forth forth and back energy right so according to the nath yogi tradition there are nine chakras that of which i'm going to do my best to pronounce the first chakra, sh- I said chakra. The first chakra is uh, located at the base of your spine, right? That is called the Mala 
the Maladhara chakra, right? I'm going to say that again. The Maladhara, the base of the spine, right? Where the butt cheeks and tin are. You dig what I'm talking about? The Swadhisthana chakra is located in the spine a little less than midway between the base of the spine and the area of the opposite navel, right? So it's your belly button. It's your spine. That shit in the middle, that is the Swadhisthana chakra, right? Then you have the Manapura chakra that is located in the spine at the point opposite of the navel. Then you have the Anahata chakra located in the spine opposite the midpoint of the sternum bone. The sternum is your chest. Know what I mean? So if you bang on your chest right now, uh, the sternum is pretty much what connects both of your chest plates. You know what I'm saying? And then you have the Vishuddha chakra located in the spine opposite the hollow of the throat. You know what I'm saying? So this is initially the part of your spine that's underneath your skull. You know what I mean? And then you have the Tulu chakra. And that's located at the root of the plate opposite the tip of the nose. You know what I'm saying? So if you fucking uh, go inside, if you look at a fucking x-ray, you're going to see a plate. Uh, opposite of the tip of the nose is where the Tahula chakra is. That's essentially where your uh, your cheekbones are. You feel me? And then you have the, on, the, the Ajna chakra. Located at the point between the eyebrows. Uh, that is also affectionately revered as the third eye. So when people say that, yo, your third eye is not open, that's the Ajna chakra. The Nirvana chakra is located in the midst of the brain, opposite the middle of the forehead, directly beneath the crown of the head. So underneath the top of your skull, uh, essentially in between your two temples, that's where the Nirvana chakra is. And the Brahmahandra chakra is located at the crown of the head, right? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through what these chakras do and what these chakras are and why they're so important if you are studying uh, the Nath Yogi tradition. And I'm not saying that this is uh, aligned with the Nath Yogi tradition independently, but these are the people that's giving me this information for me to convey to you. Because we all have heard the word chakras before. We all heard about, yo, your third eye is not open and shit like that. Especially with Joey Badass and them niggas. But we really don't know what the fuck is going on. And this is why I'm going to be here and I'm going to read this shit through to make sure we're all on the same page. Right? I'm tired of niggas not knowing what the fuck is going on. And it's my job to make sure that you know what's going on. And by the way, before I fucking continue... The third chakra, uh, located in the spine opposite of the navel, the Manapura chakra, is where the water goes. I can hear the dehydration in your fucking voice. I can hear it. You don't think I can hear you? I can hear when you laugh at me, man. I can hear when you question me. Your voice is raspy. You sound like Doc Rivers. That's because you're thirsty. Make sure you hydrate yourself, man. Come on now. What are we doing here? Anywho. The first chakra, right? The base, or the... Muladhara chakra that deals with purely physical atomic structure of the body therefore the energies deal with healing correcting and empowering the very cells and organs of the body 
positive energies of this chakra manifest as insight into all material phenomena and independence of them. Negative energies manifest as totally material perceptions and impulses toward avid attachment to material things and disbelief in anything higher than matter. So essentially, all this shit does is just deal with the epidermis which is your skin if it deals with the bones it deals with the cells it deals with the blood this chakra is the one that deals with the physical we're going to get into the metaphysical in a second but as far as what's tangible your kneecaps your your shin bone now i'm saying your shoulder blades that's what the first chakra deals with right the second chakra is the swadhisthana chakra that chakra is the one uh, do, 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 located in the spine a little less than midway between the base of the spine opposite of the navel. This includes neuro neurological energies, emotions and desires, including sex and lust. So the horny is the Swasthana chakra. You feel what I'm talking about? And involves all of that that is self-centered and egotistical in the person. So when you feel like you're ill the niggas, when you want to swag up on niggas, this is the chakra that deals with you want to swag up. And this is the chakra that gets you horny. This is the chakra that gets you sad, mad, and all of the above. You know what I'm saying? It also deals with the fluids in the body, including the nymph and the bloods, uh, when there is abnormality there. Positive energies of this chakra manifest as gentleness, sensitivity to others' feelings, helpfulness, and even self-sacrifice. Negative energies manifest as negative emotions such as anger, resentment, hatred, envy, and most of all, lust. So Fat Joe was speaking about the Swahistana chakra when he was talking about jealous ones still envy. Because uh, from what I'm seeing here, that all deals with the negative emotions of the said chakra. So shout out to Fat Joe uh, learning about chakras and shit like that. You know, I always know I liked him. I don't really like Bronx people, but him in particular, I always knew that we aligned on some type of metaphysical level. And that's because he's into this shit right here. Now we have the navel, or I should say the Manapura Chakra. The, the Manapura Chakra deals with metabolism and the assimilative powers of the body. It too relates to desires, especially to the desire to acquire control and encompass. It relates to the digestive system as well. So those are the aspects of the person that, I'm sorry, that correction of the chakra can affect. Positive energy of the chakra manifests as strength of will and purpose and highly developed sense of order and right conduct. Negative energies manifest as greed, possessiveness, negative ambition, and materialistic involvements. So, this is shit that fucks with you being hungry. Niggas be hungry. Might want to wash that thing down. And for those of you guys that go into food establishments and buy food and you don't get a beverage, what the fuck is wrong with you, son? Spend the extra 250 Don't deprive yourself of liquid. How are you just going to put all that goddamn food in your body and not get no bev? The Manapura Chakra does not approve of that shit. You understand what I'm talking about? When you're on your greedy shit, when you want things to go your way or when you're not really motivated at the point that's what this chakra deals with uh when you want to get some kicks and you're like damn niggas is popped the chakra that i'm dealing with right now is the fucking navel chakra you do what i'm talking about all right cool are you staying with me i didn't lose you pay fucking attention stop texting the heart chakra or the anahata chakra this deals with metabolism and controls the cardiopulmonary system. So when you're trying to get in shape, 
And when you fucking running, you're trying to see what's going on, and you and you crouch down, and you're grabbing your thigh and your knee, and you can't breathe. The thymus gland, which is the one that uh, oversees how fat you are and shit like that. And when people say they have like an enlarged thymus gland, this uh, always relates to the amount of weight someone has. This is this chakra, right? So the circulatory system and the immune system of everything going up and down, down and up, making sure that you're good in the groove. And this goes with, you know what I'm saying, with your arteries and all that type of shit to make sure everything is translucent in the body. I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking about, you know, you want to know why I use the word translucent? Because I find the word translucent funny. So I used it incorrectly. I don't care. Anyway, that's what that chakra deals with. You know what I'm saying that's a long ass paragraph. So I'm not fucking reading that shit. All right, then we got the throat chakra. This chakra deals with the intellectual development and the power of speech. You know what I'm saying? The Vishuddha chakra, right? So this is a chakra that I really can align with because I'm relatively well-spoken. And the positive energies involving this are uh, uplifting and healing speech, words that have the power to manifest what is being spoken, uh, negative energies manifest as foolishness, meaningless words, lies, manipulation, and negative harmful speech. You with me? So when you're trying to badmouth your man, when you want some hate and shit, this is the Vishuddha chakra. When you want to say some shit like, come on my nigga, yo bro, why are we fighting? There's a thousand bitches in here. We're going to kill that for some beef? That is the Vishuddha Chakra. You follow me? All right, cool. The Tulu Chakra is a kind of switching station as on a railway. The subtle, the subtle transmuting energies and the Kundalini move up the spine from the Maldara to the Vishuddha Chakra. They need to move forward and reach the Andhra Chakra. So essentially, the Talu Chakra is the middleman. You know what I'm saying? That's the chakra that just keeps everything in order. That's the chakra. That's that's when you're um, about to get on the train and somebody, yo, yo, give me $2 uh, and I'll swipe you. That's what the Tulu chakra is. That's, you know what I'm saying? It's the shit that keeps everything in order. It doesn't get a lot of praise, but that's the shit that keeps everything in line. The third eye chakra. This is the shit. The, on, the, the Ajna. The Ajna chakra. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit where your third eye's not open, brother. You got to open your mind. That's the Hotep meme fucking uh chakra now i mean when everybody has the african kufi and all that type of shit this deals and coordinates uh and partakes of all the function that's beneath it that's what that sentence just said that makes absolutely no sense but i'm gonna continue reading this shit uh, particularly here we go it particularly deals with spiritual intuition and spiritual will positive energy of this chakra manifests as clear intuition i can't even say intuition clear intuition spiritual perceptions and spiritual willpower negative energies manifest as chaotic or negative psychic experiences as well as whimsical capricious capricious i want y'all niggas to tell me this word c-i-p not only can i not read but i can't motherfucking what is going on with me today maybe i haven't had enough water it's c-a-p-r-i-c-i-o-u-s Capricious? I want to say it's capricious. As well as whimsical, capricious, and negative applications of will. Know I mean? So, when you want to do something that's not of sound, body, sound mind, body, and soul, when you're about to eat some pork ribs or some shit like that, your third eye don't improve, man. 
yeah i mean when when you having bad dreams and all type of shit and you're not sleeping with the dream catcher on the top of your bed and you're having nightmares and all type of shit or when you when you foresee some bullshit about to happen to you that's the third eye you know what i'm saying where are we at with minutes right now okay i got a few more minutes and uh the nirvana chakra uh this is at the center in which liberation is attained and experienced without knowledge of the chakra there is a problem in the liberating energies moving from the front of the head and upwards to the and upwards to the top of the head you know what i'm saying from the front to the top you understand what i'm talking about like the Tulu chakra the nirvana chakra must be prepared and activated before energies can move so the nirvana chakra is also called the jalandara chakra the jalandara chakra is holder of the net in the sense of its mastery of both the subtle energy network and adis and chakras and the samsara himself so essentially this nirvana chakra it's just some bullshit chakra, my nigga. We're going to keep it moving. Lastly, but not leastly, the crown chakra. This shit at the top of your body, my nigga. Above the third eye. The energies of the Shushama crown chakra are purely... That's what it's called, the Shushama, whatever. Purely spiritual and unconditioned by any influences other than our finite spirit and the infinite spirit from which we derive our very existence. So there is never any trouble there. It need only be reached and empowered to establish the presence of these holy powers over the lower levels of our existence. So essentially, the crown chakra is the one that rises above the bullshit. Miss you with the bullshit. That's the crown chakra. That's the one that goes unabashed. That's the top of the mountain. That's the place that gets the most snow. That's the part when you go on a mint, um, uh, if you're trying to climb Mount Everest. Now, I mean, that's that's the that's just the that's the few fit on the top. You're like, man, there's no reason. I'm already technically at the top. I don't need to go all the way up there. We well, see an eagle soaring and all that type of shit. That is that chakra. You dig what I'm talking about? And yeah, man, that's the as they refer to it, the seven chakras plus two more. Just so you can know what the fuck niggas is talking about, you can just uh, go to this episode and be like, you know what? I learned about chakras. I listened to the Good Brother Experience. Uh, me and you are both informed in this uh, region. Can we have consensual sex now? And you know what? Not for nothing. These people are so off kilter. They might be like, sure. I'm down with the sex. Now, I mean, I'm down with that. When you see the symbol, you're going to notice what I'm talking about. It's it. You think it's just a a weird way of writing the uh, the number 30. But you're going to see a three, you're going to see a symbol to the side, and you're going to see some shit at the top. When you see that shit, you know they're into some shit that, that, that some, some, some higher type of consciousness type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And when you see that on bumper stickers, if you see that shit on gas caps, if you see that shit on shirts, speak about chakras to these people and just watch how big their eyes open up. Last but not leastly, I just wanted to briefly touch on smudging or saging, as you guys refer to as. You know what I'm saying? So, when people, you see those big-ass white things and they're putting the smoke all around their crib, that is not called saging. It is called smudging. You know what I'm saying? This is a North American tradition of the indigenous people that was here before the white people came through and gave them fucking blankets and unseasoned turkey. Before the niggas killed them off and started doing bullshit like killing literally thousands of bison so the native americans couldn't eat they was been on this aging shit you know what i mean so let me just give you a brief history 
Then I'll tell you what this shit is composed of, and then I'll end the episode. Smudging has only come into the general Western consciousness over the past few decades, so it may be so it may seem strange and new agey to some. However, smudging is, is a tradition that goes back thousands of years. In a way, it is like the indigenous American form of incense when you use incense. And I'm saying, so whenever you go to the Dallas spot to the deli, and you want your crib to smell right. It's basically like the same thing, but as opposed to having the crib smelling good, you want this shit to be devoid of demons. And that's what smudging is all about. Just ridding yourself of demons. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, peoples all over the world have been using plants to generate smoke that seem to produce uh, beneficial effects. Smoke is often used to drive off insects and prevent disease. Smoke also is deeply symbolic in a sense to heaven as if... Uh, bringing any prayers and intentions up to the gods with it from the incense of asia and europe to the sage and cedar of the indigenous americas the smoke generated by plants has a primordial history of use as a part of spiritual practice so if you want to communicate to the heavens if you want to rid yourself of all the demons in the crib if you just want to uh put more onus on the prayers that you might be having if you just want to have a disease and uh insect uh devoid crib that's what people uh do to smudge you know what i'm saying now as far as north america is concerned uh herbs and resins were placed in a special bowl and burned or were burned over the smoldering coals of fire smudge sticks allow for an easy and portable way of cleansing that is just as effective so as opposed to potpourri know what i'm saying uh what people do they just get those uh bundles of dried herbs and they tie them together in a colored thread and as you, as you're burning the dried herbs you're doing that shit all around your crib because whether it's insects whether it's demons whether you want to communicate to those loved ones that have transcended and transitioned to a higher place that's what smudging is all about you know what i mean so don't be trendy and not know what the fuck you're doing if you want to communicate to spirits, if you want to keep negative spirits away from you, if you feel as though your crib is uh, has negative vibes into it, and I'm saying if you feel like the aura is off in the crib, smudging is what aids just restoring some balance and order as far as the energy of your living situation is concerned. You know what I mean? So all this is to say, whether it's chakras or whether it's saging and smudging, you now know what the fuck is going on when you go to Afropunk. Okay? You can thank me later. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you probably in a few seconds if you're about to binge this. If not, I will speak to you whenever you play 24.3. Holla.